Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Okay, so... By way of follow-up, last time we spoke, we were talking about the unalived versus uh, the word suicide. And much to my, I don't know about my surprise, my irritation. (laughs) Rainer, put a cork in it. Oh my gosh, the dogs. Hey, hey, both of you. Stop. You don't hear anything. Stop it. Rainer, Ripley, sit. That's it. Anyway, sorry. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> if you guys get into a tiff, I'm going to be so mad. All right. A whole bunch of you, and so many that I can't read all these emails. I, I didn't expect the kind of response I got. I got a million emails, a ton of texts, a couple voicemails. Guys, hold on. Guys, stop. Ripley. Ripley. (laughs) All right, I got to pause. Hang on. Okay. Anyway, a whole bunch of you replied is the point. I got all kinds of, all kinds of feedback on this. And the bottom line was, it turns out this unalived thing came out of people on YouTube, TikTok, uh, who knows where else. There might have been other places I don't know. Where the algorithm was delisting them or kind of shadow banning people for using the word suicide, which these apps can easily recognize and translate for, you know, real time closed captioning anyway. So it's not hard for them to, to, to know the words in there. And they were demoting content that used the word. And so people started using unalived as a way to get around that. Well, that's not at all. Oh my gosh. All right. I decided to split them up because they're stupid when they're together. Anyway, you can lay down. It's okay. Um, but that was the whole reason for it. It wasn't some weird, uh, you know, I don't, I can't think of the right term, but some weird PC thing where people were saying it because that somehow made it different or whatever. It was just to get around these algorithms. And now that I know that I feel freaking stupid. Because, well, okay, to, for my, to my credit, if there is any credit left, um, I had heard this from people who were taking it the way I was taking it, which is why I took it that way. 
I hadn't heard from anybody prior to that episode that had told me any of that. So this was all news to me. And I didn't know. Now that I've been told, I just feel like a big dummy. And also, I need to quit worrying what the world says or thinks. <laughs> you know, there's always something new to be cheesed about. So instead, I'll tell you that I'm, uh, we'll change the subject and tell you that I'm alone for two days. Well, not really. I'm alone today for most of the day. There you go, Rip. And, um, my wife and my daughter, who are normally here, are up in the, uh, up in Snowbird. And if some of you came to Nerdtacular 2013 through 2017, you will remember that was the, uh, event space we used when we would do that here. And they're up there for something Carter's doing for school, or for her. She works at the school, works at the university in the in the games department. Um, and they're doing some kind of big to-do up there. I don't know exactly what, but some kind of department-wide thing. It's not really a getaway or, like, what do they call that? You have a work retreat or whatever. It's not like that so much. But anyway, there's, like, seminars and stuff. Anyway, C- Carter had a plus one on that, and she's not dating anyone right now and so she's like well I'll just take mom and mom can just chill at the pool all day for two days which is exactly what Kim is doing I'm jealous of all that of course Uh, but also her sister Sarah and husband Steve are in town while they're kind of going back and forth to their new place that they're building in Mississippi and uh, they have to take a truck down there and I think a big trailer and they they sold some property up here so they're here finalizing that and then they get back uh, I think they actually have to go to California for some stuff and then they have to come back through here and then to Denver and then back to Mississippi so their hands are really full so they're not here all that often during the day and for these two days but uh, but they're here on and off but anyway I'm, I'm basically alone and when it comes to food well let's just say not all my decisions have been poor decisions. I ate uh, maybe a little too much Cheerios in my <laughs> in a bowl today. I don't know why I went nuts on the Cheerios. Ripley, come around here. Um, and I had some homemade enchiladas that Kim prepared before leaving. Those were good. I've had a bunch of kimchi on everything except the Cheerios. I didn't do that. And you might say, Scott, that's the most boring cereal on the planet. How could you eat that? It's all I can, it's all my doctor says I can eat for cereal. And also I do uh, oat milk sugar-free. So I'm trying to stay off the sugar. You know, they never tell you this. The problem with staying off sugar, your body craves those missing carbs that come from sugar and so you end up eating too much bread or noodles or whatever right to compensate and oh it's hard right now having a hard time and when people are gone and i'm kind of like bacheloring it i I get a little more sloppy (laughs) with with the old decisions so i'm trying to trying to tighten all tighten all that up today oh what else is going on I was thinking today about how I've stayed pretty... I've been pretty good about staying out of the 
Trump indictment stuff. I mean, it's that's all the news is talking about everywhere you look. So I've kind of shut it all out. Don't I'm not reading social media really here and there, but very rare. Um, I only know kind of periphery stuff. Like I know the general gist of the indictments, and I understand what's going on in terms of the time frame, and you know the. Generally, I know what the indictment says, indictments say, I should say. And generally, I know what the response has been from uh, Trump and his supporters. But this is the kind of thing that, like, say, back in 2016, 2017, would have driven me up a tree. I would have been just so, uh, just so driven crazy by it. And uh, I feel pretty good about avoiding it. Um, for the most part, I just don't, I don't want to get in there, man. I don't want to get into it. It's the same thing with like, uh, I was thinking the other day, has, is there anything worse than sitting with three people and the other two people, I'm not going to name any names here and it's no one I've mentioned tonight. Okay. It's not family. It's not anyone that's here with me or, or, or otherwise, but sitting down with people who want to just go back and forth for a couple of hours about religion and these are two religious people each with a slightly different well not even slightly maybe drastically well anyway different they have different theologies and they are just back and forth peck 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 and I I just want to die in those situations I don't want to be there I know nothing good's coming of this no no mutual understanding is happening. No, no ground is being made. No anything on anybody's part. I'm definitely, as the third party, not, I'm not winning anything in this exchange. I just have to sort of sit here and take it. And I think I'm getting to a point in my life where I just kind of want to say that more. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the time is ending where I would just sort of sit and people can just go off and I can keep to myself and, you know, chill in the corner and not really have, you know, not, I don't want to put any fuel on the fire one direction or the other. But I feel like I'm getting to a place in my life now where I just want to go. You guys, no offense, but I'm going in the other room. I really, I can't sit here and listen to this. You know, and have them both be like, uh-huh. like upset that I'm leaving but I think that's where I'm at I think that's how it's going to be from now on I think that's my new mode you know so we'll see next time it happens I'll report back <laughs> but I really am I, I really have less poops to give I find as I as I get older I just don't have any I don't know you, get, you start to get the feeling that trying to always please everybody um, at whatever level you do that, if you do that at all, I'm not, you know, I don't know who you are listening, but maybe you do this in your life. At some point you just, you just kind of go, Oh, I'm tired. I don't want to do that anymore. It's always so much work and it really doesn't yield anything, you know, and I don't mean not being a peacemaker when you can, you know, if you can find ways to to create, I don't know, an environment anyway where people can feel equity or whatever. That, that's fine. That's good. 
and I, and I think that's worthy. It's a worthy thing, even when you feel like you're not making much ground. I think that's a good thing. But what I don't want to do anymore is when I know something's pointless and useless, and I've seen it enough in my life to know just how pointless and useless and how eternal the dumb argument is. I just, I don't, I don't think I can do it anymore. I think I just have to like excuse myself or say, yeah, you're both crackpots or I, I just gotta, I can't do that. You know what? Something, something like that. Cause time is weird. Like you always hear growing up, time is fleeting. Time moves fast. Time gets faster as you get older, like all this kind of stuff. I used to think that was a bunch of ho- hoke, but, <clears throat> but I'm pretty sure it's correct at least my perception of it is and uh, that's made me value that you know what's ha- it, make, it made me it makes me value my time more and my time with those I care about the most right I don't think that's selfish is it there was a time in my life where I, may, I, I probably felt like it would be selfish to feel that way but I just I just, I just know when it's a waste of time. It's kind of like, you know, if you're a little kid and you see a dog digging at the cement as if they're going to make a hole and find a bone. As a kid, you don't say anything and you think that's great. Look at the dog. He's digging for a thing. That's weird. Anyway, moving on, right? But you see, and as, as an adult, you see a dog doing that. You're like, stop doing that. <laughs> Why? Well, because there's no scenario where they're going to break through three feet of concrete by scratching at it, especially not their little breed, you know, and get anywhere, let alone find a bone that is definitely not in there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're just working on instincts. I'm not blaming the dog. I'm just saying you get to a point where you you see that stuff and you go, yeah, that's literally a waste of time. Whereas when you're younger, you're like, Ooh, funny. Why? Why is he doing that for? I wonder, you know, you have all these questions. Well, now I know. I know the answers. And the answers are, that's a waste of time. <laughs> that's a weird analogy, but that's all I can think of. Uh, and then the other thing I've been thinking about is my mom, who I love. I love my mom. Everyone should love their mom. If you can. I can't, you know. Maybe there's some situations where you can't love your mom, but I love my mom. But it occurs to me, you know, as much as I think time's flying for me, my mother is 85 years old now. And I am ill-prepared for the day she leaves us. And she's, you know, pretty good health right now and getting around and doing stuff and seeing her doctor regularly. And she's not, you know, no cancers, no terminal diseases other than time all that stuff but it still I've got this haunting feeling like I'm just not ready for it so you know talking to her often visiting often a quick little call here or text there to tell her I love her that kind of stuff that's all happening it's just I don't know starting to get like flashbacks to when my dad passed away and he died away too early and it was a whole thing and had a massive heart attack and died when I was 29 28, 29 29 30 the year 2000 whatever that was for me and it was so sudden and so out of nowhere that it just really just wrecked everybody 
and I still I still think I've never quite fully dealt with that loss. <clears throat> and uh, I think it'll be better slash easier now. My mom's you know lived a very long good life, and eighty five is you know well past the expectancy average, and you know cherishing every moment that she's with us and all that stuff. But there's still this feeling of like, will I be ready for that? Will it be a phone call in the middle of the night? Will it be uh, in her sleep? Will she, you know, will we get to talk to her before that? (laughs) You know, like people, as much as I don't want to see people have long extended illnesses, there's something about being able to make, you know, to have all your goodbyes and your extra time and your, you know, I don't know. And we're, you know, we're close to something similar with Kim's sister who is way too young to have stage four cancer and who is really uh, struggling at the moment when and none of us are really sure how to do, how, how to help is, you know, we're doing everything we can, but we don't, it's, you know, it never feels like it's enough. And that's just a clock that's ticking and going to be a real sad and horrible time. I don't know. This is a really, this is a, this is a downer of a podcast. I didn't mean for this to go this direction. I was mostly just irritated about the unalive thing. And then I took it places. Apologies. I guess I needed to vent a little bit, you know? So I guess if you're still listening, thanks for that. (laughs) If you hung up already, I get it. I totally would understand. Um, I did hear something funny about the Trump indictments. They said um, everyone's claiming that this is this is all just about squashing free speech. And um, I heard a good analogy that said, "I am I am I am protected by the First Amendment and the rule of free speech when I say something like." I wish, um, how how do I put this? I wish a boulder would fall off that mountain and and smash you. If I said that, I'm within my rights to say it. I I can wish for a thing all day. But when I go from that to going out to the mountain in the middle of the night, getting a rock ready with a stick for leverage, then waiting for you to be under it, and then me launching the rock onto you that uh that is not free speech anymore (laughs) i think that probably says it as well as i could think of a way of saying it i read the first couple of pages of that indictment it all makes pretty good sense and my guess is if you haven't read it you probably either don't care or it wouldn't matter what it said (laughs) That's how people... I mean, that was my whole point with the two people arguing and me wanting to get up and go in the other room. People are set. They're done. They're not open to new ideas. They're not open to a concept that flies in the face of their existing paradigm. That paradigm don't shift, son. Not easily. Rainer, or Ripley right now, her back is all... The hair is all up and she is staring at the gate like a hunting dog stalking her prey and I do not know why 
All right, well, I better end this and also feed them because they're not going to feed themselves. Who am I kidding? I'm going to go take care of that. Thanks for listening. Thoughts, feelings, comments, 801-471-0462. You can just send me a quick text. I read them all. I don't necessarily reply to everything uh, or read them all in the air, but I do read them. And often they'll make it here. So if you got something to say, say it. 801-471-0462, and I will see you next time right here on The Diary. Get more at frogpants.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.